Sum I knew you'd do it, but it's unbelievable. Sum it up for me, Gareth. That was just so extraordinary. Um, I, you and I get to spend more time around this guy than anyone else. He says what he's going to do, and he goes out and does it. He sings these songs, he entrances the audience. It was so one-sided, it was ridiculous. His offence, his attack was extraordinary. His defence was magnificent. He made... Who, who was that guy, Deontay Wilder, in there tonight? You could see within two rounds there was pain and confusion etched on his face. There's only one Gypsy King and he is the king of the division. He is the lineal champion. He's the number one. We're, we're, we're privileged because I don't think that's just a great performance by a British boxer abroad, abroad. I think it's one of the great performances by a British sportsman abroad ever. There are similarities with this guy and Muhammad Ali and the very best in the division. People could think you're exaggerating, but that was a very special thing tonight. And even when Deontay Wilder was hurt, I loved the patience of Tyson Fury. It's extraordinary. It's been an absolute privilege to be involved in this whole promotion. I know you think so as well, Googs, because he told us exactly what he was going to do. I had a private chat with him the other day and he said, listen, I'm not going to go out there gung-ho. I'm going to put educated pressure on him. I'm knocking back. Hi, Tom. How are you? Tom Luffler. Um, cheers, Tom. I'm going to photobomb your interview that, right now. That's all right. That was Gareth was saying unbelievable. That was, that was terrific. It was like, it was, a, it was one of those I was there moments. by UK boxing. Yeah, yeah. one of those I, I just said it wasn't just by a UK boxer, by a British sportsman. I didn't know you were interviewing with I Coogan am, yeah. Cassius. Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. But, it, but uh, we, Coogan and I spend more time around Tyson than anyone else. We get a lot of access. We're trusted by the team and the family. And he's a special person. But not only that, he's got this other story. I mean, I went to Malaga, to Marbella rather, when he was 28 stone, and when he first started yeah. with BJ Saunders, yeah. Billy Joe Saunders, and Ben Davison. And you looked at Tyson, and I thought, oh God, I was really worried about him. Yeah. And, you know, he's gone through his mental health. He's such a, a, he's a story of triumph. He's a story of believing in yourself. And he told me and a few of us exactly what he was going to do. Exactly what yeah. he was going to do. He never lost. He beat Vladimir in Germany, which yeah. no one was yeah. able to no. do. Yeah. The reason why I like Tyson in this particular fight was you saw how he was the first time with Deontay, and I thought he was in much better condition now. I don't know the situation was too heavy. Deontay was too heavy. Well, that, but also, you know, he brought in Stitch Duran for the corner. Oh, no, a lot of people asked about the idea. eye. And I figured, but he was you know, so was conscious the whole time, you could see him putting his head in the right yeah. places. Yeah. And no, he he's very he, smart. He's born to this, he's very bred smart. for it. I don't want to take over your interview. No, that's keep, all right, we're good going. anyway. Gareth, we're going to talk tomorrow anyway, yeah. but yeah. just Thank a quick you. reaction. Cheers, Thank you for your time. Absolute pleasure, always. And, and it's uh, been an amazing week. Brilliant. Thank you, Gareth. Russell Crowe, big yourself up. Where's Ryan? Ryan
the media center. You can interview all night long. Andrew McCarthy, AFL TV Association, MTK Global. I'm here with Clarissa Shields. Clarissa, your initial reaction to the fight? Um, one, I was surprised, but you know, it kind of hurt too. You know, I love Deontay Wilder. I like, I, I like Fury, but you know, I came here specifically to see Deontay Wilder become, you know, to stay champ, and uh, I love him, and I and I hope that he don't let this loss be too hard on him, and that he comes back even stronger. Oh, well, you know, I say sometimes the loss is a lesson. Maybe he needs to go back to the drawing board and not depend yeah, on that right hand. Definitely go back to the drawing board. Yeah. Were you surprised at how fast Tyson Fury started that fight? I mean, he came out the box nah, so fast. You got to have a good game plan. He set the tone. He said Tony did a great job and now yeah. he's world champ. Is, is he the number one? He make custom is he the number one pound for pound heavyweight in the world? Tyson Fury? Right now, yeah. You like to see the Joshua fight or do you want to see the trilogy? Both. Both? <laughs> what, what's next for you yeah, then, champ? I'm going right here. Raheem with Frank Warren right here in Las Vegas, man. We talked about this fight just a couple of days ago. Tell me again what you told me then. Six or seven. <laughs> he'll stop him. He'll break him down and stop him. And that's what he did. Of all the world champions that you've uh, represented and all the title fights that your fighters have won with you sitting ringside, is this comeback for Fury and capturing the WBC the most satisfying? Most satisfying and the biggest. I've ever been involved with the most dramatic. Um, where you think that he where he came from in the last two years, it's just tr it's phenomenal. And for me, it's a, you know, a proud moment to be involved with him. And more importantly, as I say, I've been involved with nearly all the big time, all the big British names over the years. But this is this tops all of them. Tops all of them. It's a fantastic performance. I know you were full of confidence, but nobody knows what's going to happen until it happens. At what point during this fight, while you're sitting ringside, did you say to yourself, "Oh, this is really going to happen"? At the weigh-in. <laughs> That's why I took when we did the interview. That's what I told you. What'd you take from the weigh-in? They let you know. I just sensed with Deontay, he just didn't feel, didn't seem to me that you know. He just look when you're looking at people, we do sad business. We've been in this for a lot. I've been in it 200 years now. So when you're when you're looking at guys, and you just get a sense of it, and I and I, I believed it before we even got here, but that convinced me. And, and it was all a matter of Tyson getting out there as soon as that bell went and getting his jab going. And once he got his jab going, was putting Deontay on the back foot, you're nullifying what he's got, which is his punch. He ain't going to outbox Tyson. Although he, he, threw, he caught him with a couple of good shots, but when Tyson put it on him and clipped him, I could see that the whole demeanor changed. It was just like that the last, when he got off the floor, his demeanor changed. And Tyson then owned the fight from then on. England owns the heavyweight championship yep. now, the complete all belts. It's got to be it's got to be enticing to think of an all England yep. undisputed bout no matter who the other promoter is. Can you make that happen and will we see yeah. you and Hearn on the undercard? Well, listen, I I I'd give the height 
the weight, everything away. <laughs> Not a problem with that one, and I'll predict the result of that. But more importantly, it's about the fighters, and I'm sure both the fighters want it, and we'd love to get it on. But in the meantime, he's got to fight Pulev, and this guy's got, a, uh, Deontay's got a 30-day um, uh, window to put in and uh, put in that he wants the rematch. So we can't make any decisions on any of that till then. And lastly, what did you say to Tyson Fury once he stepped out of the ring and you got a chance to speak with him? I said to him, this is what it is. You're, the, you're not the lineal champion. You are the man, the champion. You're the, you know, everybody now else now is in your slipstream. He is, he is, when you think about it, go to Germany, beat Klitschko, get robbed. The first Deontay Wilder fight come to again to the States. Everybody in the arena's on his side. You'd have thought the fight was in Manchester. He's won everybody over. And, you know, for him, it's, it's marvellous where he's at and what he's done, and he thoroughly deserves it. And he is, without a doubt, the biggest draw in boxing. Congratulations tonight, Radio Raheem with Frank Warren. Thank you. Cassius here with Steve Bunce. Steve, what have we seen tonight? Well, I'm still in shock. I don't know if one of those wilder swings managed to catch me. They missed. <laughs> I, I mean, generally, Cook, you, you saw my position. I'm three Course, feet away. Yeah. And Tyson gets hit with that right hand in the first round. You see the side of his left face. Yeah. That's from that shot. He doesn't flinch, but you know it hurts him. Then he catches Wilder, bizarrely, with a left hook lead in the first 30 seconds. In history, you won't find that punch thrown and landed by a heavyweight in the first 30 seconds. Yeah. So within a minute, we know there's something special happening, something different, something crazy. And then that determination that he had Fury, as he just kept pushing him back with a jab, pushing him back, then finally dropping him in the third, and dropping him heavily behind the ear, but dropping him heavily. And I could see Wilder's eyes then, they were spinning. And you're still, because it's wilder, you're thinking he's going to pull one up. But it was pushed back so well. Tiring as well, Steve. It was knackered. Yeah. He, when you're being bashed up and you're a big lump, it's knackering. That's why the great, those, you know all those great 70s heavyweights? That's why they fought at that slow pace. Because they had 15 rounds to do. They, they didn't often throw like, like the great fights they did, but most of them were a really slow pace. Most of our league fights were a really slow pace. Foreman didn't throw that many punches, because they conserved it. These two guys in that day were doing a lot, throwing a lot, and you could just see him draining. I tell you something, Tyson was not breathing. He knew he'd been in a, he knew he'd been in a physical fight. Not hurt, not hurt, Don't get, let's not get carried away. But he knew he'd had to work. And did he ever? I mean, up close, you could just see the concentration, the effort, the power, and also the brain. 
Uh, you know what? It's it's a stunner. I mean, it's a stunner. Not a stunner. I mean, listen. I thought he'd win on points or get to him late. So it's not you know the man I thought would win has won. It's a stunner that he just dismantled him like that. Because I tell you what, we need to make sure it doesn't happen, Coop. Is we need to make sure that people don't start now saying, "Well, he was rubbish, Wilder. He's oh, knocked please. out. He's knocked out 42 David bumps." Lay, David Lay called him the most dangerous puncher Absolutely, ever. Yes. Ever. So, 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 and, what, and I'd still go with that. He catches anybody. Mm. Like they want to get caught with him, they're going to go down. And I want to make sure that doesn't become the online trend and the oh. professional media trend because that is not fair. Because you know what? It's not true, Coop. No. It's not true. No, that's crazy for someone to suggest that now what's happened. Um, just finally, Steve, did you believe him when he said he was going to, not the second round thing, but to go out there to try and knock him out? Absolutely not. Uh, I thought he'd be more forceful. Yeah. I thought, I thought he would throw, I thought he would let the right hand go with another couple of inches, which is what he did, but I didn't think he'd do what he did there. Yeah. Absolutely not. And you know what? I could easily lie to you. I'm telling you the truth. Oh, yeah. I thought he would win. I thought he would win in another hard fight. And I thought he might even get to him late. But under no circumstances did I think he'd win every second of the six completed rounds and bash him up all over the place. I'm not going to lie and leave off. But listen, I'll tell you a funny thing. Ten minutes before we go on air, I interviewed on BT, I interviewed Gordon Ramsay. Yeah. He said to me, Buncey, I'll tell you what happened. He'll push him back, he'll throw loads of shots, he might even drop him, and he'll stop him in the seventh. Or, wait for it, or, or the, <laughs> wait for it, wait for it, or, the, or they might throw the towel in. God's on his truth. Have you got out? Have God, you got, oh, you got, Gordon Ramsay. It's unbelievable. He's the guru. <laughs> the man can cook and predict. Get him on all the predictions. That's a true story. <laughs> Steve, thank you very much. and uh, yeah, my pleasure, man. Uh, so welcome. Unbelievable, mate. <laughs>
kind of unsatisfying manner. He did it in a dominating, brutal, ruthless, clinical, you know, devastating fashion. He just completely took apart Deontay Wilder, who was undefeated, who had never, he had a couple of trouble spots here and there in a couple of fights in never his career. Never been dropped, yeah. I think he got dropped once way back when, you know, a long time ago, maybe not. But the point was, he was just completely outclassed. He was never in the fight. Did you believe Fury when he said no. what he was going to do? He said no. round two, but we'll, we'll allow him for that. But No, I wasn't I'm yeah. even talking about the, the fact he said round two. I was talking about how he said he's just going to completely go after and be yeah. aggressive. I thought he might do that in spots. I didn't think he would make it the focal point of his entire game plan and literally not box at all, essentially. He didn't really use his jab. He didn't use his feet. He went right into his grill and started banging away. Mm. And... You know, he bullied the bully in a sense. Not to say Deontay's a bully, but Deontay's more usually the aggressive fighter. I thought, I thought Wilder, look, there's no higher praise you can give to Tyson Fury. He said what he was going to do. He went in there in that fight against a top quality opponent who was, by my estimation, either the number one heavyweight in the world or the number two heavyweight in the world going into the fight. And he, he didn't just beat him. He knocked him out. He dropped him twice. Made the corner quit. I mean, there's nothing else you can do to be more... more uh, convincing that you're the rightful winner of the fight. Do you think Wilder will take the third fight? Yeah. You do, I mean, yeah. Deontay's a competitive guy. There's a huge amount of money at stake. Um, why wouldn't he? Mm. What else is he going to do? Where else can he make another you know, 20 plus million without question and get a chance to revenge a loss and get the title and avenge uh, you know, a, a tough situation for him? I, I don't think there's any question that he's going to take the rematch. What do you think Anthony Joshua's thinking right now? You know... I don't, I don't think Anthony Joshua was thinking about this. I mean, Anthony's got his own career path. Anthony is a, is a top heavyweight also. I mean, if, if Tyson Fury is the number one heavyweight, in my estimation, after tonight, Joshua's number two. And uh, Joshua may not have been as satisfying in his rematch with Ruiz and the way he went about it. But And I wrote about this. I know people, people were critical, saying that, well, it was boring. He looked scared. He didn't. You know, he had this giant guy in front of him that was so out of shape and not prepared for the fight that he should have been able to go after him, and he looked a little afraid, and he was on the back foot and whatever. No, 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 no. I don't care about that. In his mind, he got knocked out in June, and he had to win that fight at all costs. And he and Robert Kraken came up with a perfect game plan, which was to box his rear end off and go in there and do exactly what he had to do to win, whether we liked it or not. You know, he's given us plenty of entertainment and, and, and put a lot of risk in some of his fights. That night in Saudi Arabia, he had to do it for himself and box and get the victory. That's not you know, to say we're going to see him do that every fight or go back to his old style, whatever. But he had to do what he had to do against that opponent. The same way Tyson Fury, by the way, had to do what he had to do against Deontay Wilder. He said, I boxed in the first fight. It didn't work. So I had to try and do something different, which was the opposite, which was to go forward and be aggressive and, and try to get the knockout. He did that. So, you know, Tyson Fury has his career path. He's a tremendous fighter. Joshua, same thing. The great hope, of course, is that whatever happens, if there's a third fight between he and Deontay, and whatever happens with Joshua and his mandatories, that at some point we're going to see Joshua fight the winner of, I guess, the third fight between Wilder and Fury. And even if it's not Fury, someday see them fight each other even off a loss because they're still the, among the top fighters of the era, and you want to have that round robin completed the same way they did in the old days. Dan, thank you very much for your time and uh, hopefully we'll see you again soon. You got it, my friend. Top man.
Radio Rahim with Clarissa Shields. Uh, this was a hell of a fight night. A lot of people were shocked tonight. What did you feel or think when you saw that towel sail over the top rope? Um, well, I was kind of, you know, upset the whole fight. It was like Deontay Water never got in his rhythm. Um, he was getting hit with jabs and stuff. And in the first knockdown that he got hit, he got hit behind the head. But it's kind of like he kind of leaned into it or whatever, but the ref didn't catch it or whatever. And then um, just from there, he just never, like, he never got in his rhythm. And Tyson Fury was on tonight. Um, tonight was the best Tyson Fury that I've seen. And he did a great job, and he got the knockout now. With the towel being thrown in, I, and I understand where, where Wilder's coming from when he's like, let me go down on my shield. Like, I really mean it. Like, let me go down on my shield. Like, if I'm going to go out, let him put my lights out. Do not throw in a towel. I think uh, Wilder was um, trying to pull himself together, and then the towel just came in. And uh, I can understand his anger. But um, I think his coach was looking out for his best interest and everything. But still, you know, as fighters, we, as fighters, like, we want to go down on our shield. What do you feel like Tyson Fury did tonight? What were the adjustments that he made to get such a decisive win? Um, he came out there, he was using his jab. He was going to the head and to the body. Um, he, it was a lot of feints, but also, too, he was following Deontay Waters' jab back. When Deontay Waters was jabbing, it came back kind of slow. Sometimes Tyson Fury would follow it up with the right hand, and that's how he landed a lot of the right hands. But um, he wasn't just jabbing upstairs. He was also jabbing to the body. And uh, he was just... He was very technical tonight, and also something that a veteran does. Also, he kept wrapping Deontay Water up and squeezing him right there, trying to take some more of his air. That's why he got a point taken. But all the tricks that he used, they all worked. We might see a third fight. There is a rematch clause. What would your advice to Wilder be, or how can what adjustments can he make to change this outcome come third time around? Uh, Wilder, he used a good jab tonight, but he has to not lean back. He has to learn how to fight on the inside, throw some body shots. Um, don't always buy the faint, and he has to get used to going forward and not only the right hand, but come back. Not, but not only your right hand, but come back with the hook because his hook can be just as strong as his right hand. Um, I know for me that my hook is actually stronger than my right hand, but my right hand is a killer. So um, that's, all, that, that's all I see. But I think that Deontay Water can definitely fix that, and um, I would love to see him get his title back. So a third fight. I'll definitely be here. <laughs> Radio Rahim with Clarissa Shields, the quote.